Hello, welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about Nico Hines coming in to this Kangaroos outfit. Obviously, Nathan Cleary, he has been ruled out due to an injury. He suffered in the first 10 minutes of the grand final. And to think now, looking back, that we found out that he had this knee injury in the grand final. For him to play the way he did in the last 20 with the knee injury, he managed to stay on the field. I mean, heroic stuff. It just makes that Nathan Cleary 20 minutes even better as well. So, um, yeah, look, devastating that he will miss out on this World Cup and uh, it would really give him a chance to prove to those guys that he is one for the representative stage because there's been a lot of doubt uh, in past Origin series. A lot of people have been giving him criticism for the way he's played in Origin in the past. Would have been really good to see him kill it in this World Cup, but uh, very unfortunate he'll be out. Um, Nico Hines comes in, and look, while I'm all for Nico Hines, uh, you know, depth in the halves, he comes in, especially if DCE goes down, he'd be a great guy to come in. I just don't think he's a game-managing half um, like everyone thinks he is for the Sharkies. It feels like they've been forcing him into that role at the Sharks, and he's been playing this game-managing seven-type role. I think when Trindle came in, we really saw the Sharks play their best footy. When Trindle was organising this team and Nico just was freed up to do whatever he wanted to, um, to play a bit more of an expansive game, uh, played much better with Trindle in the side for me. So um, I think that he'd be a much better six coming into this World Cup. I'd love to see him get a crack at six uh, in one of the games. Maybe you just chuck Munster off the bench for one of the games. They have moved guys around um, in the past, so maybe give... You know, Hines a crack at some stage in this World Cup as well. We've seen it happen before. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him maybe get a crack in the number six. I imagine he'll be playing maybe one game at the 14 if they back Harry Grant to play a full 80 uh, in one of the games as well. Or maybe Nico Hines just comes off the bench and plays a dummy half role like he was going to do in Origin anyway. Um, but uh, it'll be very interesting to see where uh, Hines comes into this side. So let's just discuss it now. Where does Hines come into this outfit um, for the Australian Kangaroos? I think that he comes in as a 14 in one of the games. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they don't even use him. I think now with ha- uh, with Nick Cleary being out, sorry, um, for the championships, I think that we could definitely see Hines, you know, used as a backup. We might see DCE play the full um, the full series the full series, uh, and we might see maybe Hines come in as a backup if someone gets injured. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come in as a fourteen or as a six. I really wouldn't. I think that he'd do a great job as a six. You know, you get Munster coming off the bench playing a roaming half role like a second five eight. You can afford to do that in a World Cup. And I think it'd just be really dangerous, and a lot of teams wouldn't be able to handle it. A shit ton of X-Factor. Um, I think that would really suit Munster as well. I think Munster would be so dangerous, just being that unpredictable guy can come on the field anywhere, whether it be fullback, whether it be 5'8", whether it be in a roaming capacity. He's got a big enough frame to do that. Um, you know, it'd be really dangerous there. So you could see Hines maybe come into a six role, but I think... And we sort of said it before, Trindle, when he came into this Sharks side, it freed up Hines to do incredible things with the football and play a much more expansive game of footy. I really do think that if he partnered up at some stage in this World Cup with DCE, he could play that free, expansive type football and, and be really successful and, and be a really, um, you know, a real real headache, I guess, for the for any side that they came up against, whether it be uh, Samoa, whether it be Cook Islands, whether it be New Zealand as well. 
just be a real headache uh, for any of those guys in the pool. I think that uh, they could do some real damage there with some of those guys coming into the squad. Um, so very interesting to see where Hines comes into this side. A lot of people have a lot of pushback on Hines uh, being selected. Uh, to be honest, I would have gone with a Dylan Edwards, a Reese Walsh, a Kalen Ponga to come in instead. KP has played six before. So has Reese Walsh. He did play, I think, one or two games when he debuted at number six for the Warriors. So those two have a ton of versatility. Dylan Edwards was always rumored to come into the side pretty much since halfway through the season. They were saying that he was going to come into the side and maybe play one game on the wing. Uh, But there was a lot of rumors saying that he would come into the squad and he wasn't picked, which was very, very huge. Uh, I think there was a big call from Mal as well, uh, not to include Dylan Edwards, but... Um, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Hines can even come in and play fullback if Teddy goes down as well. So I think the versatility of Hines is something that also shoot him in, I guess, into this side. But, you know, Pong is quite versatile as well. So is Reese Walsh. Dylan Edwards plays a very similar game to Tedesco. So we sort of discussed this yesterday as well. Um, if Dylan Edwards were to come into this World Cup, you know, we could see him uh, play a very similar game to James Tedesco and you wouldn't really have to change too much else around the side. If Tedesco, uh, you know, tomorrow got really injured and, and had to get season-ending surgery, you could see um, Dylan Edwards come in and play a very similar game and they don't really have to change the game style up too much with Dylan Edwards coming in there at fullback. So I think that's a positive, I guess, in, in selecting Dylan Edwards as a backup fullback. But the fact that they didn't pick a backup fullback at all is really strange. I think a positive of Hines coming in, we just said it before, is the fact that he can play fullback. So technically, not only do you get a backup halfback, you get a backup six, you get a backup 14, you also get a backup number one as well in Nico Hines. So it isn't the worst pick in the world. I'd love to see him get some game time. Depending on where that is, whether it be in the six, potentially maybe off the bench in the one, off the bench in a roaming capacity as well. Uh, you know, it'd be very interesting to see how he comes into this game. We have seen Australia carry two 14s off the bench before. Obviously, we saw them carry Whiten and Harry Grant off the bench uh, in last year's World Cup. So they have been known to carry two 14s off the bench before. Wouldn't be surprised if maybe Hines is in this 17 with with um, Harry Grant coming off the bench as well. Uh, and we see two forwards being carried on the bench being most likely Tino and Lindsay Collins or Tino um, and Cameron Murray, depending on how this side is structured. Uh, two forwards off the bench with both Hines uh, playing that roaming lock forward role. So technically like carrying another lock on the bench uh, and Harry Green off the bench. We've seen them carry two 14s off the bench before. So would not be surprised to see them do the same thing again. But I'm very keen to see uh, where Hines comes into the fray for the Kangaroos. Let me know on the post. Obviously did a post this morning about it. So make sure you let me know in the comment section of the post or on the story on the poll. Uh, let me know where you think Hines comes into the fray for the Kangaroos. Uh, I'll be very interested to see where you guys think he comes into this side um, going into the Pacific Championships. Wait.